hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. The Biden administration had two years to prepare for this and did not do so. And our state is going to bear the brunt. Many of the wire payments occurred while Joe Biden was vice president and leading the United States efforts in these countries. Groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and and Joan Shingang, Shanga Koala. I think I pronounced it correctly. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming. information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload all right news roundup information overload our toll-free our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program this whole issue of the biden family uh their quote secret empire if you will or what i call the biden family syndicate a lot of it started by one guy by the name of Peter Schweitzer uh, back in 2018 right here on this program where he began the process of exposing and chronicling 
uh, all of these issues with the Bidens and their foreign business uh, dealings. And he did it with the release of his book, Secret Empires. We launched it on radio and TV that day for him. And uh, he's been right ever since. And he's gone even deeper since then as well. Uh, he's with the Government Accountability Institute, as well as Eric Eggers, Peter Schweitzer. And Eric, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Sean. Great to be with you. Uh, Peter Schweitzer, let's first get your reaction to today. And that is that the Biden's using this web of, of shell companies to conceal all this foreign cash and bank records. And uh, I think we knew that Joe knew all about this when he bragged about, you know, withholding a billion dollars in Ukraine in exchange for uh, a prosecutor to be fired who was investigating his son who went on GMA and admitted he had no experience. Yeah, Sean, I mean, look, um, what this committee is able to do is use its subpoena power to collect uh, details and records and evidence for what you and I talked about five years ago. Um, and it's all being confirmed. What I think we all have to keep in mind is that this committee is at the beginning of their investigation. What they're talking about are really drawn from four banks. They, there are 12 banks that are believed to be linked to the Bidens that the committee has asked for uh, subpoenaed financial records from. They're only talking about four banks right now. There are another eight. So I think we need to keep in mind this is not the committee sort of shooting everything that they have. Uh, This is the beginning of an investigation, and I think we're going to see a continued accumulation of money, the amount of money. Uh, They say right now it's at $10 I think it's going to be double, triple that amount. And I think some of the other entities uh, in China are going to emerge. Right now, they're talking about CEFC, this energy company, um, and the chairman of that, Chairman Yi. Uh, but I think we're going to see the other deals that we've talked about, BHR, the private equity firm, uh, some of the dealings they had with Henry Zhao and others. Those are going to come forward. So I applaud the committee for what they're doing. And I think people just need to be patient as they accumulate more material and they actually start getting people on the record uh, that they subpoena to appear before the committee. When they talked about money today, I did think about you, Peter Schweitzer, because you talked about very early on a a billion dollar deal with with Hunter uh, 10 days after a trip uh, to Asia and stopping in China with uh, with his father a billion-dollar deal with the Bank of China that ultimately became a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. They're only talking about $10 million here. Uh, we have discussed a $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese national. We talked about a $5 million no-interest forgivable loan. Are those figures correct? Uh, do you believe that eventually they'll get to those numbers? Yes, I think they will. Now, the, the, the billion-and-a-half deal... Uh, let's remember, and I know during the, the 2020 campaign, this got uh, misstated sometimes on the campaign stump. It was never the case that Hunter Biden received a billion and a half dollars. Hunter Biden was given an ownership stake in a private equity fund that was funded by the Chinese government. The Chinese government put a billion and a half dollars into it. Hunter Biden was made a partner, even though he had no background and experience in finance. And his ownership stake of that management company has been estimated by the University of Chicago Business School to be worth about $20 million. Now, was that was that equity share turned over to the, the guy that paid his tax bills, I believe, $2.8 million? Well, that's one of the things that is being explored. There's been a debate about when Hunter sold his stake, if, in fact, he sold his stake, whether he sh- sold his stake 
uh, to uh, the lawyer who's paying his bills at fair market price. We don't know yet. I think that's one of the things that the committee will get. But to your larger point, you're exactly right. We know that, that for example, the, the, the Henry Zhao wiring a $5 million payment to Hunter Biden, we know about that because it was on the laptop. And the wire transfers released by the U.S. Senate in 2020 confirm that. The House committee has not gotten to that transaction yet. They have not got to the BHR private equity fund. So, yes, we are going to see, right now they say they're at $10 million. I believe we're going to get to $30 million or so by the time all of this is done. And, again, as the committee emphasized, so important, Sean, there is no discernible business service that the Bidens provided for this. $5 million would be sent as, quote-unquote, good faith money, but nothing would ever result from it. No business was set up. No joint venture was set up. And that's what I think the committee's wise to keep returning to. Why are these individuals sending the Bidens money? They're not stupid. They don't hand out money for no reason. That's what the Bidens, the onus should be on the Bidens to explain. What were you getting paid to do? All right, Eric Eggers, let me bring you into all of this. I want to know what Joe knew and what he did when he knew it. Uh, I want to know exactly how much money the Biden family syndicate did with every country. How much was the deal worth? How much did they profit from all of this? Uh, did Joe, in fact, benefit financially? Did he take any specific actions that benefited the countries they were doing business with? Um, because, I mean... Obviously, we can't have a compromised president of the United States, but I would argue that was proven when Joe bragged about the Ukrainian firing of the prosecutor. Eric. Yeah, it would be ideal if we didn't have a compromised president of the United States. Unfortunately, I think reality is the opposite of that. And far be it for me to disagree with Peter Schweitzer, who's the president of the nonprofit. Yeah, you're about to get fired if you do that. Go ahead. <laughs> but I do think that we do know what the Biden business model was. Uh, they were selling access to the White House, and I think they were essentially legitimizing the shady operations in the countries that Hunter Biden was doing business with. We know from an email that Hunter Biden sent to Devin Archer that when Joe Biden gave a speech in Ukraine and encouraged Ukraine to invest in their own natural energy and not be reliant on Russia for their gas, this is happening at the same time that Hunter's being paid by, guess what? a Ukrainian natural energy company. And so this, and then Hunter Biden takes that clip, he sends it to Devin, says, let's make sure that the people that are paying us know that this is how we add value. It's not an accident that Hunter Biden does business in the nether regions of the international business world. He's not doing business in France. He's not doing business in Canada. He's doing business in Ukraine, China, and Romania. These are places that just by showing up in a place near Hunter Biden, or excuse me, near President Biden or Vice President Biden helps legitimize their operation. And as it relates to has Joe Biden profited personally from it? Well, think about it this way. Uh, Joe Biden vacations in mansions. He has beach homes. This guy's been in the public service on the taxpayer dole for 40 plus years, yet he lives like a billionaire. And I think the reason why that's happened is because the more that we know about the Biden financial empire, Here's what we know. The amount of money continues to increase. The number of Bidens who personally profited continues to increase. And Joe's role only continues to be closer to it. You noted that Joe Biden lied initially when he had no idea about Hunter Biden's business deal. He's told lie after lie consistently. And so I think that the next big lie will be that Joe Biden didn't personally profit from it. And I think, as Peter noted, we're at the beginning of this process. 
And the more documents that are uncovered, the closer Joe Biden gets, the more lucrative the financial arrangements have become. And I think, unfortunately, the worse it looks for the president of the United States. Well, I think we need to know what did the Biden family do for all these millions of dollars, especially when they had no experience? You know, why so many LLCs? Uh, why was money being funneled to children, uh, Peter Schweitzer? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, what we see with the Biden family is that money's fungible. It gets moved around. We know for a fact that when Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, Hunter was being paid by foreign entities and that Hunter Biden was paying some of his father's bills um, to the tune of tens of thousands of dollars. That's just, I think, illustrative of the fact that money moves around the family in such a way. And I think that, you know, it's a little bit off base Sean, people are looking for the quid pro quo. And corruption doesn't always work that way. I mean, corrupt people sometimes engage in a quid pro quo. You're kind of stupid if you do, because that's the legal standard and it's easy to prove you're going to jail. But sometimes corruption is more of a retainer. You're not paying for a specific act, but you're paying for access. You're paying for generally favorable treatment. And I think if you look at Joe Biden's positions as it relates to China, Ukraine, uh, some of the dealings even with Russia going back, you find that Joe Biden took positions that were beneficial to people that were close to, uh, uh, you know, his son, Hunter, and his business partners. And so the, the sort of the gold standard that, that uh, Democrats are setting prove the specific thing that Joe Biden did is a ridiculous standard. That's not how corruption works. It's oftentimes more of a retainer model then it is a quid pro quo. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I look at all of this here, and what you've got a document showing $10 million in farm money flowing like a river. You know, why so many shell corporations or shell companies? Look, there are real LLCs. I'm, and one, once I was accused of having a shell corporation. No, it was a real LLC that had my real money invested in it. These These companies all seem to only have been created for the financial benefit of the Biden family and members of the family, and they seem to get transferred from one to the other to the other as a means of sort of obstructing or hiding where the money is actually originally coming from. Eric Eggers. No, that's absolutely right. I think Chairman Comer said today, this is not the way legitimate people do business. So why would the business, why would the Bidens set up their business enterprise this way? And this is unfortunately more concrete evidence of what we talked about before on your program, Sean, of how the Bidens go out of their way to intentionally obscure and make harder to track the flow of money from foreign governments, foreign businesses into the Biden personal family fortune. You know, I, I've talked before about how I think when Joe Biden was vice president, Hillary Clinton was secretary of state. And one of the books that Peter Schweitzer has done is Clinton Cash and documented the flow of international money into the Clinton Global Initiative and the Clinton Foundation while she's secretary of state and bills being paid speeches. And I think the Bidens learned from that because we talked in Clinton Cash about what we call the Clinton blur, the overlap of all these interests. There's a Biden blur, and they do it on purpose. We now know from emails that we've obtained that when the Biden Center was being set up at the University of Delaware, and they have foreign money coming in to fund that, and some of that money is going to go for salaries and things of that nature, the Bidens are emailing about how, let's make sure Joe's name is not on any of these documents, because then you might have additional disclosure requirements. So they, at every turn, have actually been quite shrewd about obscuring and hiding just how involved and who involved in the Biden family and how much money they're getting 
to all to the tune of protecting the one engine that drives the Biden economy, and that's Joe Biden. I will take a quick break, come back more with Peter Schweitzer and Eric Eggers of the Government Accountability Institute. 800-941-SEAN is on number. We'll get to your calls. Final half hour. We'll continue. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Will you join me in fighting the epic battle of the millennium? Do you realize since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, abortion states now have seen a huge increase in patients? Now, sadly, babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's why Preborn has stepped in, and they use the science of 4D ultrasound to introduce expecting moms to their precious babies, and this science works. When a mom is in crisis and hears that baby's heartbeat or sees him or her on an ultrasound, guess what? They're more than twice as likely to choose life. Now, five ultrasounds are just 140 bucks. That would help perhaps rescue five babies' lives. If you donate now, that just donate securely. You can do it by dialing pound 250 on your cell, saying the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, preborn.com slash Sean. You will never regret helping this organization. Unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity. You know, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families ever since 9-11. Now, hero first responders and service members, the people that serve our communities, our country, those who die in the line of duty, those who are catastrophically injured, veterans who have fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York, firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Now, Arno was killed while protecting his community. He was battling a warehouse fire. He left behind a wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made their memories with their hero. Now, you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes, and that means the families of fallen first responders just like Jason Arno and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members and also homeless vets. Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn. But after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her. They supported her. And they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. 
He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. Can you help out this great mission of preborn? and maybe even in a big way. Every donation is tax deductible. They don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They rely on people that believe in the sanctity of life and people in the pro-life community. Now to donate, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. You know, since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have been committed to improving the lives of Americans' vets, first responders, and their families. Now, for over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Now, Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children. They build specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured vets and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. Now, Dave Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Now, he has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting our vets, first responders, and their families, and there are so many of them that need our help. Please join the foundation on their mission to do good and never forget. Just commit $11 a month. You can do it by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com, get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, we continue with Peter Schweitzer and Eric Eggers. You might remember Peter Schweitzer in 2018 right here on this show launched his book, Secret Empires, uh, where he began this narrative about the the Biden family syndicate. Where do you think this goes? Last question, I'll, I'll throw it to Peter Schweitzer. Where is this going to end up? Uh, I think we're going to see more revelations, and I think we're going to see a lot of heat put on the Department of Justice because we've got whistleblowers coming out from the IRS and from elsewhere they clearly indicate the Department of Justice has not investigated this. When we first talked about this, Sean, five years ago, shortly after that, you called for an independent counsel because your argument was, I think quite rightly so, can you really get a fair investigation here of the Biden family? And I think the evidence is, though, you can't. I still think we need to have an independent counsel. I don't think we're going to get one. But we finally have a Congress that is prepared to hold the Department of Justice and the Biden's feet to the fire. And that's something... Do you think this now may alter what we have been anticipating now for weeks, and that is the indictment against Hunter Biden uh, on felony 
uh, tax charges and a felony gun charge. Do you think this now uh, puts that indictment on hold while they look deeper into this? In other words, are they forced to? I think so. I think it's, it's going to become embarrassing now to the Department of Justice because they were able to shield most of the information from the American people. And they could argue, well, we did something, right? We got them on tax charges. But when the American people see the flow of money, the fact that it is, it is being provided, it's being hidden by the Bidens, and who that source of money is coming from, I think it's going to be very hard for DOJ to continue down the path, which was we're going to ding him on felony tax evasion on, on this gun charge, but we're not going to get to the heart of the matter, which is the flow of foreign money and the fact that the Biden family and Joe benefited from it. Unbelievable. Uh, you were right in 2018, and here we are. Peter Schweitzer, thank you. Uh, Secret Empires is the book. I think you have a, a follow-up book coming out next year, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yeah, January of next year. That's right. We look forward to the, uh, the first interview, Peter. Uh, why ruin a great tradition? Uh, anyway, Eric Ergers and uh, Peter Schweitzer, thank you both. When we come back, we'll hit the phones, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Joining us now is Adam Angievsky, he's the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com. His organization lets you, the American people, the American taxpayer, know exactly what's happening with your tax dollars uh, and the government and how they have mismanaged and misappropriated uh, all of the money that you send in. Uh, anyway, he joins us. He put out a new report, and we appreciate him being with us. Uh, you call it the militarization of the federal bureaucracy. How are you? Great to be here, Sean. Thanks for having me on. As subject matter experts on this specific issue since 2016, when we put a piece co-authored with myself and Dr. Tom Coburn, the former U.S. Senator from Oklahoma, in the Wall Street Journal, that piece, many people still remembered. It was entitled, Why Does the IRS Need Guns? And then over the years, we've updated that. And so Gates did take our figures there. You've repeated them accurately. And, you know, where is it written that the IRS needs the equivalent number of special agents to a U.S. Army brigade. This stuff's getting a little out of control. Oh, yeah, a little out of control. Why don't you explain to people some of the discoveries that might shock them? Because I read the report, and a lot of it shocked me. So since 2006, we took a look at the 103 federal agencies outside of the Department of Defense that spent $3.7 billion dollars on guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment. Now, Sean, there are 27 of those agencies that are traditional law enforcement. They're under the Department of Justice and the Department of Homeland Security. But there are 76 rank-and-file administrative, general administrative civil agencies like the IRS, like the Education Department of Education, like Social Security Administration, the Department of Transportation, like Veterans Affairs, like Health and Human Services, for crying out loud, and like the IRS. And today, we've quantified there are more federal agents at 200,000 with arrest and firearm authority outside of the Department of Defense than there are United States Marines at 186,000. So what does the IRS need weaponry for? Do you know? Because I don't know. <laughs> well, I, you know, every year we ask them, we ask their spokesmen to go on the record to justify their expenditures. Uh, and here's, here's what they said. Very vanilla back in January of 2021. They said IRS special agents have been using weapons throughout their history if they've consistently found themselves investigating the most dangerous criminals involved in organized crime, drugs, and gangs. And they went on a little bit. But the fact of the matter is that since 2006, 
to, through the first quarter of this year, so we've got updated numbers, the IRS has spent $35.2 million on guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment. And, Sean, since the pandemic, and here's the breaking news for your program here today, uh, since the pandemic started, the IRS has spent $10 million of it purchasing guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment. They've spent $1.2 million, for instance, on ballistic shields, another $1.3 million on various other gear for criminal investiga- investigation agents, very non-transparent about what that purchased. They spent a half million dollars on Smith & Wesson rifles, half million dollars on duty tactical lighting, half million dollars on Beretta shotguns, and they have so much gear, these guys, they have so much gear, they spent 354000 on their tactical gear bags. I mean, that is unbelievable to me. And by the way, we're talking about equipment that is not available to the general public. I have a gun collection, and I need a professional gunsmith and a professional law enforcement person to look at every one of my collection and and determine that it is legal in the state of New York. They're very, very strict, and I follow the law to the letter. But, I mean, I, I, I have to hire these people just to make sure most of the changes they make are cosmetic. But I digress a little bit here. There really isn't a need for them when we have other law enforcement agencies, when we have an FBI, for example. I guess, you know, maybe they're spread thin. They're too busy talking to big tech companies. But I can't think of any scenario under which the IRS would need this type of weaponry. Well, you're right. And the scale is all wrong here. I want to put it in in context, Sean, for the listening audience. So right now, the IRS employs 2,100 special agents. These are the agents that are armed. They have arrest and firearm authority. That is going to increase by 600 by the end of the year to 2,700. To put that in uh, perspective, we took a look at the headcounts across the country in local police departments. There's 12,300 local police departments across America. And the IRS, on headcounts of their special agents by the end of the year, would be in the top 50 largest equivalent police departments in the country. That's what you're dealing with here. Let me ask, because there are 76 agencies that are pushing, like regulatory agencies, like the EPA, the Social Security Administration, Veterans Affairs, the IRS, Health and Human Services, uh, do they all have weapons, too? They do. They do. As a matter of fact, Health and Human Services, you know, they're, they're supposed to be running the soft social safety net in this country. So why do they have 500 special agents? Well, according to the latest data, you know, that we've compiled at OpenTheBooks.com all the way back to 2006, HHS has purchased a stunning amount, $154 million dollars, on guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment. Did you know that the National Institutes of Health, they have their own police force with over 100 police officers over at the NIH? That's actually bigger than 95% of the local police departments across the country. I mean, that is insane. Now, for example, I read in your report, this, this can't be true. Tell me this is not true, that there are now more federal agents with arrest and firearm authority, 200,000 of them, then we have U.S. Marines, 186,000. Is that possible? So think about this. You know, we, the Biden administration can't secure our nation's borders. And, and they have 
200,000 federal agents with arrest and firearm authority. There's only 186,000 Marines. So it's not a question of budget. It is purely and simply a question of political will. So if you look at the years and the purchase years, it seems to have taken a massive bump up in the year 2021 under Joe Biden. As a matter of fact, by the largest amount going back to 2006, uh, which you put in your report in a graph. Why did it go up so high in Joe Biden's first year in office? Well, that's the question we have. And I think you have a smart listening audience and they can uh, they can come to their own conclusions, Sean. But, you know, who just who is the IRS preparing to battle? You know, when they already had four thousand five hundred guns for twenty one hundred special agents, that's more than enough. Why did they have to spend a half million dollars purchasing more AK, uh, uh, AR-15 style Smith and Weston rifles? You know, they're not in a war. Their their rifles, uh, you know, these rifles, their old rifles were just fine. Why do they need to keep arming up? So those are a lot of the questions that we have. Look, I think you know, I think that the weaponization of the House committees should should call the IRS chief back. They need to start exploring this issue uh, with the IRS. You know, the last time uh, I will bring this up with the Judiciary Committee and and on that committee of Jim Jordan and Matt Gates, who has talked about it in the past. I'll bring it up. You know, I mean, they're spending money on tactical combat gear. Uh, They're spending money on a ton of money on ammunition and new guns. Why do they need night vision equipment? Because they're spending money on that. Uh, why are they spending money on virtual reality simulation training? I mean, this is sophisticated. You know, these are sophisticated tools of warfare. They they really are. So we've been able to determine in years prior that the special agents over at Health and Human Services were trained by the very same contractors that train our U.S. military special forces. At an undisclosed location in the Beltway, they actually have a training facility that's state-of-the-art. And so we found that HHS special agents, they get, you know, night vision equipment. They, they had six figures worth of virtual reality stimulation training. They have ballistic plates, body armor, tactical combat gear, about a half million dollars of that. Uh, you know, brand new guns. I mean, and we see this playing out across rank-and-file traditional civil authority, general administrative authority agencies. All right, quick break. More with Adam Angievsky on the other side about why our IRS and, and other agencies are armed to the hilt. Uh, then we'll get to your calls, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program as we continue. We continue with Adam Angievsky. Now, he is exposed. Why are all these federal agencies like the IRS and Health and Human Services and others, why do they have all of this weaponry that they have when we have federal law enforcement? Now, explain this part to me. Isn't this happening simultaneously while the same left wing liberal Democrats uh, are the ones pushing defund, dismantle uh, the police and no bail laws? Is that happening simultaneously? Well, it is, Sean. They want to take away your guns, but government is is certainly arming up. 
you know, uh, there was a congressional hearing where one of the chiefs, they couldn't even explain what an assault rifle was. They didn't know the definition of that. Yeah, we played that. That happened again last week. The head of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms. Yeah. But the IRS. By the way, and then they had somebody that couldn't define what a woman was. So I don't know what's going on there. But the IRS, they, you know, they don't know how to define the weapon, but they're buying them. As you mentioned, there's 15 submachine guns locked in their in their basement. Uh, how does that make any sense? Uh, just for the benefit of people that didn't hear this, uh, here is the ATF director saying he doesn't hold himself as a technical expert. He's the head of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. He's asked a simple question: uh, What is uh, what? Uh, what is a, an assault weapon? Listen. Could you, in fifteen seconds, would you define an assault weapon for me? So. so if As you go after 15 seconds, I'll just interrupt you. Yeah, so, so so I'll go shorter than that because I, I honestly, I do think that's a, if Congress wishes to take that up, I think Congress would have to do the work. But we would be there to provide technical assistance. I, unlike you, I'm not a firearms expert to the same extent as you may be, but we have people at ATF who can talk about uh, uh, velocity of firearms, what damage different kinds of firearms cause, so that whatever determination you you chose to make would be an informed one. I mean, so he's asked the question. He doesn't know. How the hell did he become the ATF director? Well, this is why we need congressional hearings. And if you could carry that forward, Sean, there is precedent on this. Um, after that Wall Street Journal piece that Coburn and I authored in 2016, then-chairman of the U.S. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee, Jason Chaffetz, you know Jason Chaffetz, he held hearings on this, and he found the asset inventory of the rank-and-file federal agencies were a mess. Their gun lockers were a mess. They were losing weapons, including Uzis, over at the Department of Homeland Security. Kate Steinle, you remember that beautiful girl that got shot on the San Francisco Pier in 2015. Well, she was shot after an officer at the Office of Land Management lost his weapon. That was the pistol used in her murder. So these things have real-world consequences. This is a very revealing report. Um, we're going to take the whole report and put it up on Hannity.com so people can read it themselves. Uh, I would bet that every American that hears this is going to be a little shocked and, and horrified by hearing it. Uh, we really appreciate your time. Uh, anyway, Adam Angievsky, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. John, thank you. All right, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families ever since 9-11. Now, hero first responders and service members, the people that serve our communities, our country, those who die in the line of duty, those who are catastrophically injured, veterans who have fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York, firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Now, Arno was killed while protecting his community. He was battling a warehouse fire. He left behind a wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made their memories with their hero. Now you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes, and that means the families of fallen first responders just like Jason Arno and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members and also homeless vets. Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation.
Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today.